Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for being here on Abundant Self. Thanks, Jules. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Yay! Me too. And I think before we start with the topic um, of what we want to speak about today, it's very important for our audience to know who you are. So maybe you can give us a quick introduction of who you are, what you do, maybe how we got to know each other, all the things. Just go for it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, so I'm a mindset and manifestation coach and I specialize in EFT tapping. So that is my absolute passion. Um, I found it's changed my life dramatically, but the power it has, um, it means anything is basically possible in your life. So I'm super, super passionate about doing that. Um, and we met through Sam's program a a So we were in that program together. Um, and yeah, it was incredible. We got start, started talking. We realized we had a lot of the same passions and interests. So yeah, definitely a highlight of doing that program. Yes. I feel like that's what is the beauty also of not just like investing, you just don't just invest in yourself, right? If you decide to choose like a mastermind mentorship or group coaching program or any coaching program of, um, of any kind, it's the people that you meet on the way as well. Mm -hmm. Like you are meant to meet these people at that exact time, because that's the whole part of, um, of the journey as well. So I'm just, so excited that we met and that we are now here on my podcast. So I know, really, <laughs> really cool. And we've been planning that for a long time. So now it's finally happening. And I also feel like that you, especially what we are saying about how EFT changed your life, um, there will be a few really important nuggets. I think that the audience can take from today, from our conversation. And maybe to get a little bit now into your story and to who you are today, because you haven't always been a mindset coach and like, you know, changed by EFT, right? So do you want to talk, tell us, sorry, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background story, maybe the peanut allergy, how you healed your allergies? Because this is a very, very important piece of information, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're right. I definitely have not always been a mindset coach. Um, I was very much on the corporate path, you know, an accountant, which people are normally pretty shocked to hear um, mm -hmm. that I'm an accountant. <laughs> Maybe one of the nicest ones you've met. Um, but yeah, I was very much like traditional, follow the plan, go to uni, get the partner, get married and get a corporate job. And that's it. Um, and 18 months ago is when I started getting into this work. So I actually had just married my then boyfriend. Um, we've been together our whole entire twenties and about a month in things weren't working. Um, a lot of stuff came up and I started looking at my life, wondering what was I doing? I felt so stuck. Um, and I just knew I needed help. I knew I had to do something different. I knew I had to change. And one day I was listening to a podcast and they mentioned EFT. And I was like, what is EFT? That. <laughs> that started the whole spiral for me. I started 
learning about like your conscious and subconscious mind, which we'll talk about, um, that we're all energy, that our beliefs control us. I started doing all the inner work and realizing that I was very much like a people pleaser. I had no boundaries. I was terrified of making someone upset. I hated being left out. I tried to control everything external. And in doing so, like I, I literally had no idea who I was. And I really think this, I'm now divorced, um, but I think that catalyst of the relationship was really the universe kind of shoving me, being like, no, nah, you're going down yeah. the completely wrong path. Wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we need to redirect you like ASAP. Um, and I can see that now, now that I'm through it, I'm like, oh, I have that gratitude for it. At the time, it was like the worst time in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like there was never, ever going to be an end. Um, but yeah, it brought me to EFT. Um, so I might just touch on what EFT is mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. We've had an episode before with an EFT practitioner on the show. So I think the audience um, is a little bit more mm-hmm, familiar. Yeah. Um, however, feel free to share your perspective on EFT or how you practice it as it is a really individual, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might speak about the EFT I'm qualified in because it's a little bit different from my understanding. Um, so the EFT that I use is, it's called EFT matrix reimprinting. So matrix is that whole concept that time is not linear. All time is happening at the exact same time. So if you envision it like a literal matrix, all possible versions of you exist in that field. And depending on your beliefs, um, your actions, your thoughts, you get to access different versions. But it also means all your past selves, so like all the versions of younger you, still exist. And this is really important because those versions of you are still carrying um, unprocessed trauma, unprocessed emotions, And that's what's causing you to get triggered in your current day life. So when someone, for example, like doesn't stand you up on a date, for example, you get triggered in that moment. Now there is a reason you feel that way. You don't feel that way for like, you haven't just decided today, I'm going to feel this way. There is a previous experience or memory where you had something really similar and you made a belief about yourself in that moment. And then that is what's actually being triggered within you rather than the current situation itself. So with EFT matrix re-imprinting, we go back into the memory. So like as our current day selves today, I've gone back in and I've helped myself when I'm like 18 months old, like in the womb, I've gone back um, five, 10, like all these different ages, because even though we like consciously don't remember. And when I say consciously it's like me and you having this conversation now Jules like we're like present in this moment that's what the conscious mind is the subconscious mind is all like your beliefs like walking talking driving like things you don't have to think about how to do they're just breathing breathing yeah that's a beautiful one breathing like that's all stored in that mind so if you think about it well you don't have to think about it to access it And that's the exact spot where your beliefs are. So often you're not even aware that you're doing this, but your body remembers. So like going back to my example of where you're being stood up on the date, like let's say you felt like sadness in your stomach or a tightness in your throat. That is what we follow. We call it chasing the energy and we tap into that energy 
and then a memory reveals itself and then mm-hmm. you go in as your current day self to use EFT to clear whatever um, limiting beliefs you made about yourself and then you get to help reparent and like rewire your younger version's beliefs and that then shifts your current day reality because once you no longer believe something you're no longer an energetic match for it wow there was so much information already (laughs) wow that's amazing it's it's so great just please feel free feel free to share anything that comes up because um this is very very valuable and i'm pretty sure that the audience will benefit from it i i I do so (laughs) wow okay cool katie um let me think about where to go deeper because you've touched base on so many topics. I think especially the whole like EFT tapping, since it's so different for, you know, different people, can you give us an example how it looked like for you? Yes, you said like you went back, but did you, for example, in your mind, um, you know, we tap. So did you say out certain things or did you, how, how does like a practice look like? Yeah, great question. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's quite individual. So often like I'll talk with my clients about what's going on in their lives now because there might be a block that they're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes they come and they're like, oh, I've got this memory and it's just really painful. I want to work on that. So in that case, we've got a starting point. But if we don't really know a memory, we just kind of tap into that energy and feel it. So we will just like yeah, start like kind of tapping through all the different points And I'll just ask them some questions like, you know, where do you feel it? Um, Is there a color? Now, color is important because color is the language of the central nervous system. So that gives Mm -hmm. me as a practitioner an idea of already what's going on for you. And people are often like, if you think about it, you're like, oh, I don't know what color an emotion is. But it's just whatever comes to your mind first. Um, It's all perfectly correct. Um, so we kind of just follow that energy and we just tap through it and we just talk through, let's say they're feeling really sad. So we just tap through the points and say, feeling really sad. I'm feeling it in my stomach. It feels dark blue in color. And we'll just keep tapping and focusing on that energy and a memory will come up. And then once we've wow. got that memory, that is the starting point. And often that memory won't be the only one. Generally, there's at least three or four, if there is a core, core belief, um, and then you follow the energy through and you get back to like the originating um, trauma. Wow. That's so interesting and so powerful. Like, I mean, what I just know from your experience, right? You have healed, is that right? You have healed your peanut allergy with EFT or through EFT tapping. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And now you help other people or women in this world to um, also find these traumas through EFT tapping? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so I don't just focus on allergies, it's anything. So like if you Mm want to move forward in your business, but you feel like it's a bit stuck, you're not quite getting there, there'll be a belief that's stopping you. Um, Same in your relationships, like love, money, EFT works for absolutely everything. Everything. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. And of course, just share what you feel called to share. Now, when we go back, maybe someone is listening who feels right now 
how you have felt in a time where just everything feels like it's collapsing and you know, you said it was one of the most challenging times of your life. Now, looking back, you know, it was a complete redirection and you just had to remove yourself from this situation in order to create something even better and um, an even brighter future for yourself. But what got you out of there in that moment? Or at least say, how did you, how did you kind of like, give yourself that motivation and to pick yourself up every single day, even though it was so hard? Yeah, good question. I, I think because it was so bad, it was like it couldn't get any worse. And it was like, the, okay. like I was so far down, all I had was to try and move up. So I probably for the first time in my life just started learning to trust myself. So when things like the word EFT were mentioned to me, it felt weird that I was so interested, mm -hmm. but I followed that pull. I was like, okay, I'm going to go look into it. So I really started learning to like trust myself again and kind of build that connection with my intuition that I'm obviously not interested in it for no reason, right? Because yeah. it's healed my allergy, um, which has been amazing. But I think I just had a lot of, like, I'm pretty stubborn. And I just had a lot of determination because things were so bad that I'm like, this is not how life's supposed to be. Like life, I'm deciding right here, right now, even though it's awful, it's going to be better than this. And I was just committed every day just to trying to make myself be a little bit better than what I was mm -hmm. yesterday or just learn one more thing. Or even if it meant like crying for five minutes, that was still a good thing because I was releasing something. I was, you know, being in touch with my emotions. Yes. So inspiring. So inspiring, Katie, honestly. <laughs> it's incredible what you've gone through. Um, and also now seeing the outcome of you being empowered, feeling fulfilled and on your mission also, or on this mission to, to help as many people possible um, go through something that you have gone through. It's, it's a blessing. And you can be very proud of yourself. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, I really think you have to go through things, right, to get the learning on the other side. Like if I never had a peanut allergy, I would never, like unknowingly, I guess, go looking for a solution. I never would have realized that allergies are a trauma and that you can heal them. So even though it was like a challenging thing to have basically my whole life, I'm also very, very grateful because now I get to help other people. Um, right. allergies don't have to exist. Okay. So that's an interesting point. So you say <laughs> that, no, for real, because I feel like yeah. a lot of people think you just have to live with your allergy, right? If you have an allergy, even like for cucumbers or whatever it is like, well, I'm just going to not eat that. And so do you say it doesn't have to be that way? Exactly. Yeah. I feel like I'm the living proof because my mm -hmm. allergy was anaphylaxis. So that means deadly. If I ate a peanut, my throat would close, okay. my lips would swell. I would have to be rushed to hospital. I had to have an EpiPen, um, otherwise I would have died. And it was mm -hmm. even to the point if I could smell peanut butter, if someone used the Ooh. microwave at work that had like satay or something in it, and I put my food in afterwards, I would still get a response. So I was mm -hmm. like, the most allergic you could be to it. And actually today is the seven month anniversary of me healing it. So oh, 
<laughs> Congratulations. That's incredible. Uh, so now for amazing. seven months, you've been free of any symptoms whatsoever for seven months. Correct. Yeah. So I ate peanut butter, satay, picnics, like all of that. <laughs> yes. I eat every single day now and I owe it all to EFT tapping. Wow. Now, how yeah. does that work? Like, I'm, I'm still in shock. How can you say that through EFT tapping, like allergies would like, they don't have to exist. Like what, you know what I mean? I feel like I mean. it's just so, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure like other people are listening right now being like, wow, that's so interesting. Like I should have a look into this EFT tapping thing. <laughs> Might have a lot of benefits. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, it sounds wild. Like sometimes mm -hmm. I'm even like, Oh, I healed my allergy. Like, cause you get told from such a young age that yes. you can't heal it. Like it's incurable. Exactly. This is you. You're always going to be this way. And as a kid, you take that on. Like the doctor tells you, you're like, okay, I'm always going to be allergic. Yep. Um, but what I learned in my experience is allergies are a trauma. Now for a trauma to exist, there's always a belief. So a trauma can be, and for allergies, it's on a scale, it's on a spectrum. So for me being anaphylactic, that's the highest you can go on a trauma scale for allergies. So my trauma, my core memory that caused it was very, very traumatic for me. Um, so people who don't have an EpiPen, they still had a trauma, but it's, it's a lesser trauma. And that all comes down to the belief that you formed. So when I might just talk to trauma a little bit and then I'll jump into the beliefs generally for allergies, but sure. trauma, your brain takes a snapshot when it happens. So when something happens that you can't process, it's all too overwhelming, you shut down and your mind, you freeze in that moment and your mind takes it like a photo of the scene. So it captures everything that's in the photo that you can physically see but it also captures things you can smell, that you can taste, that you can hear. So all your senses are covered. And then you form a belief and your brain links the two. So anything that was in that trauma, it now associates with that belief. And your body is ultimately trying to keep you safe. So if you have a belief, like I did, that I was going to die, um, and then in my memory was a peanut, my brain made the connection. So anytime a peanut was near me, my brain's like, nah, you are going to die. And it would shut my throat to stop me from getting the peanut coming in. Because I was like, no, nope, you're going to die. You're going to die if you have that. And that was my body's response. It was trying to protect me. Um, and so for allergies, what I've learned since, because I've done a lot of digging in to see what other people's beliefs are, the core beliefs are generally, I'm going to die or mm -hmm. um, the world's a dangerous place. Mm -hmm. And so that then manifests out in an allergy, depending on what kind of, I guess, mm -hmm. we call them aspects. So like what things you can see, what you can hear, right. what you can smell. And then the brain makes that connection. So wow. with, yeah, I know. And then so with EFT, you get in and you break that connection apart. You go mm -hmm. in and heal that belief. It no longer exists. And then you can eat peanuts. Now, wow. I just want to say disclaimer to your audience, because like, I'm sure there's people listening to this. I just want to say a huge disclaimer. Do yes. not do this on your own. Like, do not decide to do tapping on your own and try and work on your beliefs and then go eat the food. 
We are not saying that at all. You need to do this work like I did with an experienced EFT practitioner. Mm -hmm. And you have to take the necessary steps to like to test it. So it's not that you just do a hour of tapping and you go eat the food. You Mm -hmm. need to be doing skin tests. You need to be following all those like proper like medical procedures because sometimes you cannot, you might not clear it in one session. You might need multiple. And often Mm -hmm. people with allergies have a reason to hold on to it because it gave you attention. You got extra attention because you had an you had an allergy and that was one of my beliefs. So I had to do more work to clear it to then truly hear it, heal it. So I just want to say that as a disclaimer, I'm sure Good. everyone listening is very aware, but please work. No, with yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that as well because that was also something I wanted to touch on just saying that um of course it always takes time. And now even if you say it's so much better to get professional help and hire an EFT practitioner who is certified in what he or she is doing um, and maybe even has uh, experience already healing other people's allergies, then that is the way to go. 100%. Yeah. Because like um, everything, like it's the same with everything, right? Everything is a journey. Like it just won't happen. That's why it's really good. Also, um, Katie, thanks to you saying it doesn't happen in one session either. Like it's, it's yeah. a process. So maybe we can speak about how long now you've been saying seven months free, but how long has it take, has it taken you for, um, for this process to, from going to like, I cannot eat peanuts at all to realizing, Hey, I think I actually just healed this. (laughs) Uh, So for me, it was two sessions. So nothing. I know know. the first one, we got back to the memory. So I was 18 months old um, and we accessed that and healed that. And that was wild because I didn't remember, but my body did. And like the amount of fear and like, the crying I experienced, the release I had, like it was, it was incredibly hard. And I probably just want to highlight that doing this work is not easy. Like you have to be prepared to go to like the deep depths and really like witness what you're feeling and, you know, shift it and heal it. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, one session for that, but then it also comes down to, do you believe that you've healed it? So Mm -hmm. I did that session and I was like, or I don't like, I was just not sure. I hadn't really tested it. I rubbed some peanuts on my lips. I didn't really have like a response, which normally I would, but I was still pretty scared. And so I just knew that there was something, there was still something else. There was, it wasn't like fully cleared. Mm -hmm. And so I booked a second session in with my trainer and we realized I was holding onto it because as a kid, I was center of attention because I had the peanut allergy. And so everything kind of always revolved around me. And my younger version was wanting to hold on to it. She's like, well, how do I get attention now? Like if I don't have this allergy, who's going to give me attention? And so I really had to work on that with her um, Mm -hmm. and clear that in that session to be like, no, there's so many other ways that you can get attention. Like look at all the ways in your current life that you are getting, you know, the attention that you wanted back then. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, after that session, that's when I tested it properly and had my first ever peanut that I deliberately picked up and ate. (laughs) And 
ever since then. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. I'm just like, it's, it's so wild. And I think your story is so inspiring. I know I've said that before, but now knowing a little bit more and knowing that you successfully healed an allergy that you've picked up with 18 months, like as a baby mm -hmm. until now adulthood. So there is hope, right? Like for anyone listening, there is hope. Like you can heal. It doesn't matter how old you are, um, how, for how long you've had certain like diseases or allergies, like it all starts from up here and from within. It does. Yeah. I think that highlights one of my favorite quotes, um, like disease is dis-ease in the body. And it all comes down to like unprocessed trauma and emotion because then that all manifests out um, in diseases and allergies and symptoms because your body's trying to speak to you. But yep. I feel like we're very much taught if something's wrong, um, like you have to go to hospital, you have to get it fixed. And there is obviously 100% hospitals are amazing um, at doing particular surgeries and stuff, but we're made to feel like, something is really, really wrong and that we shouldn't question why we've got these symptoms or why it's happening. And the thing is it's happening for a reason. For a reason. It's just, you got to get curious about it. Yes. That's a really good point. And I think this is also um, a very beautiful way to, to close up this conversation of ours. Do you have one advice one tip or anything that's on your heart that you want to share with my audience or with now our listeners regarding hope or, or anything that comes up actually? Yeah. I think if you're feeling stuck right now, like you're looking at your life and you're not happy, I just want to let you know, you can change it. Like there is, if you feel there is a better life out there for you, it 100% is true. And that is a future version of yourself, which might sound wild, coming back and telling you that now. And I hope this conversation has inspired you a little bit to look into EFT, to start looking at your symptoms and doing the inner work because you can change and you can heal. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. Katie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for hopping on. <laughs> Um, sharing your wisdom, sharing parts of your story, of course, to find you and find out more about you and um, maybe more details on your personal story. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. So it's the Katie Tyrick. So I'll spell it out. <laughs> I'm going to link it in the show notes. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'll let you link it in the show notes then. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, again, thank you so much for being here and I hope you enjoyed this episode. So make sure to like, share, comment below and give Katie a follow. <laughs> Thanks for having me, lovely.